This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It's Sue Tab along with Kendra Petroni, my producer. And I'm so excited to share our next guest with you, Dr. Mackie Zengana. She's an author, a leader in the healthcare industry, and a breast cancer survivor. She is a doctor who led a team to a multi-billion dollar sale of a pharmaceutical startup that developed a life-saving cancer drug and then found herself on the other side of the spectrum as a cancer patient. She is currently co-chief executive officer and president of the board of directors of Summit Therapeutics, a company committed to the betterment of overall human health. She is here with us during Breast Cancer Awareness Month to share her powerful story of overcoming challenges and to share valuable life and career advice. It's all in her brand new memoir, The Magic of Normal. Good morning, Dr. Zengana. Good morning, Sue. How are you doing? I'm good. We're so excited to have you on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Well, first, let's talk about your early life. You had sort of an unusual upbringing, it's fair to say. You grew up during the Iran-Iraq conflict. You fled to the safety of Germany to get educated. You then made your way to the U.S. What were those early years like, and what inspired you to pursue a career in the medical field? Actually, is uh, for sure, as you say, it was a long uh, way uh, till now. I was in. Uh, I was born in Iran, and it was uh, for sure during uh, revolution, Iran, Iraq war, and I experienced a lot of things. And uh, after that, I left Iran to go to Germany for my high school. I got my German uh, high school diploma, and then I went to France for my dental degree of surgery. And uh, all of my sisters, they are in medical field. And um, after working on uh, patients uh, for a few years, I decided to join medical business just because I, I felt that I can do a bigger impact in the industry. Yep. And the reason that I went to this medical world was that uh, when, when we were in Iran, actually my mom always say, choose a choose a, a job that is you could be independent at the same time wherever you go around the world you can work and that is how we me and my sister we decided to go in, in medical field but then after that I fall in love in medicine and uh, what we are doing in this um, healthcare, how we can help the patients. And uh, that is why I just am where I am right now. 
And I, I want to talk a little bit about that. You work uh, in California in Silicon Valley, and you, I mean, actually helped lead a team that founded a life-saving cancer drug. As you said, you yeah. fell in love with medicine and, and how that can help people along their way. But ironically, very shortly after that, you became a cancer patient yourself mm-hmm. when you were diagnosed with breast cancer. Talk about that time. That must have been really shocking. That was very, very shocking because uh, when I joined Pharmacyclics, it uh, actually was uh, the drug is for blood cancer patients okay. and become a blockbuster in the industry. And uh, not just that, it was an oral therapy for patients that allowed the patients uh, honestly stay home, uh, take their drug, and uh, really uh, we helped them to increase their survival with quality of life so that they are not dependent to the hospital, it's not combination with chemotherapy. So uh, we worked there, and after, uh, in a record time, in four years, we brought this drug into the market, and uh, it was something very, very special. And during this period of time on the business side, you always you try to bring the most innovative drug into the market and um, for, for, the, for the best for the patients. And then after we sold the company, um, two, two years later, I um, diagnosed actually myself that I have a breast cancer. And uh, it was very shocking, no doubt about it, because I was very healthy, very athletic, and uh, I did all of the mammography, everything, mm-hmm. especially in the field of medicine that I am. Yeah. I did all of pre-diagnostic, everything. And then suddenly, in the middle of nowhere, I just realized that I have a breast cancer. And the only thing that I can say, I was very, very lucky because I was in France. I was with my sisters. They are all in medical field. So from the diagnostic till the surgery, it was just one week. And then after that, I came in U.S. and I did all of the chemo and radiation, which was not easy. But uh, what I learned at this moment of time, two or three things that I learned, one, uh, I just learned that uh, it's not just about the cancer and cancer treatment is all about everything around. The side effects of cancer, the in, uh, everything from infection, from uh, uh, all of the all of the side effects of cancer drug is important. Mm-hmm. So for the patients, we just really need to look at the entire and, uh, process of the journey into the cancer treatment. The second thing that was very, very interesting to me is that you're always searching for uh, efficacy and the survival. And no matter how difficult is the journey, and at this moment of time, for sure, is no other options besides of chemo and radiation for today breast cancer patients, which is very difficult to look at it because with all of the work that all of the scientists that they are doing, we still we are very far to treat patients and cure the cancer. And more than ever, uh, even that is my third company, I'm really dedicated to do everything possible to bring the best drug into the market and into the hand of patients. And then the third part is for sure during, you know, I was working very, very hard, uh, running everywhere and uh, trying, you know, to manage a company and suddenly cancer and then COVID hit, you know, and suddenly they slow you down. And at this moment of time, for sure, 
you put your life into perspective, you know, the value of time, the value of being with your family, the value of of just being every day and uh, being healthy. Have you applied that perspective going forward now? Um, are, you know, in terms of your work, um, do you take time now? Do you take more time for yourself? And, and do you breathe a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. For sure, I do more than before, you know, and I, I know where to stop. And uh, for sure, I'm spending much more time with my son, no doubt about it, and yeah. my family. Is, is something that is very pre- uh, precious for me. Yeah. Let's talk about your book. It's a memoir. It's called The Magic of Normal. Where does that mm-hmm. title come from? And is there, well, is there really any th- such thing as normal? <laughs> <laughs> the truth is when you get, uh, you know, when you get sick or when you are not at ease in your life, you're always searching to get back to normal, to get back to like living like everybody else. And uh, when you're, when I was in, when I had my cancer, you know, and I had my chemo, I come home, I was sick, I see my son, I couldn't do anything with him, I couldn't uh, go with my friends out, and especially during the COVID, I, I was like anybody six months at home, and especially more than anybody else, you know, to mm-hmm. not being, getting additional sickness. So you always, uh, you know, you dream to just, get back to normal, to your normal day, the same thing that you did before, before your cancer. And that is where I decided to uh, put the title of my book, The Magic of Normal. It just when you're not at ease, the only thing that you dream to go back to just a normal life, a simple life, you know, Mm -hmm. just getting your coffee outside and just enjoying being, being with your friends, enjoying being with your family and your kids as simple as it is. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and today I have the privilege of speaking with Dr. Mackie Zengana, who is an author, a leader in the healthcare industry, and a breast cancer survivor. She is a doctor who led a team to a multi-billion dollar sale of a pharmaceutical startup that developed a life-saving cancer drug and then found herself on the other side of the spectrum as a cancer patient. She's here with us today to share her powerful story of over coming challenges and valuable life and career advice. It's all in her new book. We've been talking about it, The Magic of Normal. Let's get back to our conversation. Why uh, was now the right time to write a memoir and why go public with your cancer journey? Because at this moment of time, as I said, uh, when I was working with um, with my company and uh, I was working on cancer patients, I never felt how is I never felt being a patient, you know, I mean, I just all of the time I knew about how difficult it is, but I didn't know how really difficult it is and how it's important to really be with patients during this journey. And especially during COVID was very difficult. You know, I mean, um, here in California, and even if every time you went to the hospital, it was uh, a note to just say, if you are sick, do not come to the hospital. And then I just say to myself, we are in a complete different world. Hospital is the place that if you are sick, you should go there. But um, it just 
I just realized that is how difficult was, especially at this moment of time. I was privileged that uh, that I could continue with my treatment during COVID, but um, a lot of people that in stage four pancreatic. Uh, they couldn't continue, and that was really difficult to see that that we stopped their treatment because of just a pandemic. And all of that gives me a perspective of uh, what that really means in life, mm-hmm. you know. So I decided to come to go public with my book, but at the same time, I just uh, wrote about the, m- m- my company and how we could bring a company, a failed company, to one of the successful biotech company, and in such a short period of time, and especially in the cancer treatment. And for me, it was important to write it and just put into the perspective the two feelings of uh, how, from business perspective, how you think and as a patient, how you feel. Dr. Zengane, I I love what you wrote about the book. I think I saw this on your website. You say, and I'm quoting you, I dedicate it to every patient going through the uncertainty and torment of cancer. I want you to know you are not alone. You are shielded with science, innovation, and discovery. In front of you lies camaraderie, courage, and hope. And I believe, and I speak from experience because I'm a breast cancer survivor, that patients can't hear that enough, that you're not alone. They want... They want to know that people are sort of in their corner. And I and I know from my own experience, you know, definitely you lean on your family and your friends and your coworkers and they help sort of bring you through it. I remember somebody saying once to me that cancer is a, a family disease because it really affects everybody around you. Would you agree with that? I totally agree with you. I mean, it's just at this moment of time that uh, we have a cancer it's not just about us, it's all of uh, the family and especially the kids, especially when they are young, they cannot understand. You know, you mm-hmm. lose your hair, you lose your eye, eyelashes, and then you're there, you're not anymore you. And uh, every time I look at myself in the mirror, I even didn't know who I was and yeah. who, who I am even today with a short hair. It's a different uh, way of looking at everything. And uh, for sure, you're, uh, you know, all of the nurses in the hospital, all of the doctors, everybody, they are trying their best to make sure that you are going through the easiest journey possible, even if sometimes it's not easy. And uh, I, I'm totally with you. Everybody will be affected and perhaps more than yourself. Yeah. How are you different now? Dr. Zangana, and you know, after your cancer journey, how, how, do you, how are you different? Or, or a better way of putting it is, what is the silver lining? What have you gained from this journey? Um, as I said, from this journey, I just realized that um, life is very uh, fragile and very precious. And sometimes we're just taking as granted. And um, I just realized is, again, I didn't change my style of working. I'm dedicated than before on what I'm doing or even working with my coworker and um, the style of running a business. But my perspective has changed regarding the development of a drug for a patient. Because before I just say, okay, let's give... 
uh, any any innovative drug to the patients. But now I just realized the importance that you have to give the security to the patients. You have to explain to the patients why we are giving this drug and not the other one, you know. Mm -hmm. In the business, my perspective has changed the way that I'm developing the drug uh, for for cancer patients. But at the same time, my my life uh, in a different way um, has changed because um, I'm just taking now more time, even if I'm starting very, very early in the morning, I'm trying to bring my son to school. I'm trying to be with my son. I'm trying to, uh, you know, to to be with my family because I just realized the moment that I had the cancer, I couldn't do a lot of things. And it was just my, my job was more important than anything else. And today is not the same. Right. My job is important, but the other, as always, my son before told me, you know what, you have a meetings with everybody and you have time for everybody, but you do not have time for me. Aww. Okay, that is true. Yes. I, I put, I, I give the time to others, but not to the most precious person in my life. Right. And I, you just mentioned your job, and I want to talk about that because you're in a pretty unique position. You know, women represent 15% of chief executives employed by Fortune 500 companies. What are the challenges you face being in such a big role that you are in and, and maybe advice for people who, who might want to follow your path and how to break that glass ceiling? You know, uh, I never personally um, challenge. I will. It was challenging to get from some, uh, you know, at the beginning and get to the higher position. But not just because you are woman or man. I personally believe it's not a gender issues. It's mostly is um, education, knowledge, confidence. And that is something that I really want that the woman understand that, you know, because once you are educated, once you are knowledgeable, once you have confidence to what you are doing, it uh, doesn't matter you are man or woman, you know, you overcome everything. Mm-hmm. And even right now in my new company, we are 65, 70% is top executive, they are women. And especially women, they are multi, like a multifaceted. They can do everything. They can go, I don't know, cook uh, at the same time, uh, do the homework with the kids at the same yes. time, do the conference call. You know, yes, I mean, we're, we're multitaskers. Mm-hmm. We are multi multitaskers. And in the company, it's the same. They are coming, the women, they are coming at 8 or 7 o'clock till 5 o'clock. They are such a, they are focused into their job because they know as soon as they leave the company is another job waiting for them. Right. And being a mother and being a wife, being a family, uh, you know, holding the entire family together, honestly, is the most difficult job than any other executive job, in my opinion, because is not is your mind is not just business oriented. Is a lot of feeling, emotion. It's a lot of things that you have to go through that. And you should be very patient with your kids, patient with your family, and trying to do everything at the same time. So it is hard. I'm not saying it's not. And especially as a woman, you always have this guilty feeling mm-hmm. uh, that, oh, I didn't do that for my son or uh, I didn't do that with my kids. But at the end of the day, every single woman that I see and I talk to, I just say everything in life is possible. It just 
you have to have a confidence and you have to gain the knowledge um, of, and and having the right education and the self-esteem, everything that helps you to bring you to the higher position. Anything you wish your younger self knew, if you could have a conversation with, say, your 18-year-old self, what advice would you have? Oh, wow, that's a very good question. <laughs> Um, advice, um, I mean, that is what on the young people that I'm talking to, if it's a man uh, or woman, I mean, if it's a boy or a girl, I, I always telling them that, look, especially today with the speed of um, this, our life is very speedy and we should be all of the time on guard of what, uh, you know, what is next, what is next. And sometimes we forget um, what is our purpose, what is our goal in life, and we deviate. And uh, But what I'm trying to explain to everybody, the same thing that I did um, myself, you know, yes, I was in medicine, then I decided to change to go to medical business. And I, you know, life is a, is a very dynamic. And I always tell them, you know, be flexible. Let's, let life come to you and accept it and do your best uh, to really go what to do what you really want, you know, not just what you believe you're forced to do, you know, right. be passionate about everything that you are doing, because that is really the key of success, in my opinion, you know, and um, if I was, uh, I believe, I mean, my, I love what I did in my life. I went through a lot of things very in Iran. It was like a, being in the survival mode in Germany for me was to really, I become tough because you have to show your identity you are coming from third world country to uh, western uh, countries and then uh, you i went to france and then come to us so i learned a lot on different culture Mm -hmm. and every time i just had another new I, i had another challenge in front of me so honestly i would not change anything the only thing i would change perhaps i would um try to um be more confident to what I, what I'm, you know, what I did. You know, I, I wish I would have the same awareness that I have now when I was 18 years old. Yeah, right. I think that when we're young, we have a lot of times we have the passion, but we don't have the confidence. So I was just going to ask you what your secret to success is. And I had jotted down positivity, determination, forward thinking, but it sounds to me like you would also add passion. Exact is is my passion. It's always my mom said to me, "Follow your dreams." Yeah, that is what always she told me. And I realized if I follow my dreams, I follow my passion. When I follow my passion, I'm happy. I'm enthusiastic. You know, yes, in the in life we will do our own mistake. You know, but everybody is doing mistake. I mean, we are not mistake free. You know, but uh, how we can stand up and continue? That's the most important part. You know, and just keep going, you know, having this drive to just keep going and um, achieving uh, our goals. Last question, because believe it or not, we're already out of time. How talk a little bit about how people can get Magic of Normal and also how they can find out more about you. Oh, uh, actually, I have my website and they can go uh, to my website as well as uh, all of the book is every uh, online bookstore. They have it, but the easiest one is Amazon. Amazon. And what's the main takeaway you'd like people to receive through that book? If you could put it in a sentence or two. Uh, For me, it would be 
no matter what is happening in your life, just do your best to achieve it. I mean, life is very simple. It's very simple. You should not just stop because you got an obstacle in front of you. Well, thank you, Dr. Mackey. You certainly are a true inspiration to so many women listening today. You have shown what is possible with with determination, with hard work, with passion. You have also helped so many who are currently managing a cancer diagnosis, treatment, or life beyond to navigate the new normal. Thank you for being so forthcoming. Again, the book is The Magic of Normal, now available pretty much everywhere. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very, very much for having me. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. It is our honor and privilege to shine a light on the change makers and to provide a platform for people who are out doing meaningful work in our communities. Thank you for paying attention and for helping us create engaging programming. We'd love to hear from you. If you know someone who is making a difference, just email us or send us a message on our Magic Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram at Sue.Tab. My co-host and producer, Kendra, is at Kendra the Entertainer. And join us every Sunday morning at 7.30 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.